What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Hans. And this is Tristan. Welcome to the Hans and Tristan podcast. Thank you guys for joining us again. We do apologize for uh, missing a week that was on me. I had a hectic week and was unable to um, make it in time to give you guys a wonderful podcast. But we have yet another great episode for you today. And on today's show, we will be talking about family, Tristan. Family. Yes, yes. Because sometimes it be your own family. Yes, yes, the hell it does. Yes. Right. So we're going to start with the royal family, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. So I don't know if you've been under a rock or not, but they've been dominating the news cycle for, you know, the past week or so. Uh-huh. So we're not really going to go into the specifics of everything that happened, but more so talk about the impacts of it um, and also what it means for family family dynamics. Now, here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. Um, shout out to Megan and Harry for coming out and kind of saying it bluntly and plainly and not dancing around in a circle of political correctness and really kind of stating her experience so that there are no um, hesitations or misunderstandings to what she went through in that royal palace. So shout out to her for being straightforward, telling it how it is, telling her experience, what she felt, how she felt, and how she was treated in the confines of that palace um, and not mincing words about it. So shout out to her for doing that because, you know, when it comes to families, especially of that high of a status, there's always that, you know, political correctness that they try to uh, give us and try to hit us with, you know, the finesse of words. We have to read in between the lines. There was no reading in between the lines at all. No, they was like, first of all, Harry is drastically different than the rest of them anyway, because he'd be like cutthroat. I don't care. I think that's a youngest child syndrome situation. Like kind of it situation, is, it is, okay. You no, know, whatever. Okay. Um, but definitely, did you watch their wedding? Their wedding? Yeah, you know, you had to get up like five in the morning to watch a royal wedding. Did you watch it? I you watched know who you're it. talking to. You know who you're talking to. Well, I'll. Okay, you know who you're talking. What am I getting up for five in the morning if it's because not basketball? Because it is gorgeous. Okay, you know what? So I watched Harry's wedding, and then a few years prior, I watched William's wedding as well. So if you are familiar with the royal family, you also know that Diana is their mom. Yes, so, I do know that. Though I do know that. Oh my! Yes. Okay. Boom. So don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. We're cooking with grease now. All right. Wow. Wow. It'd be your own co-host. Go ahead. I'm just saying. <laughs> so if you're familiar with what Diana went through, even prior mm-hmm. to her leaving the family and everything else, then what Megan is telling you isn't a shock. It isn't a surprise. Like, and then everyone knows in regards to the racism that is rampant in the palace and classism too yeah uh, absolutely 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 so when you have these royals one marrying people who are not of royal blood it causes some brouhaha 
amongst the family. So mm-hmm. that's first and foremost. But then on top of that, like you said, now this is an, you know, a mixed race young lady. Shout out to her mom who is African-American and a social worker. Okay. Shout out. Okay. And her dad who has consistently attempted to ruin her life every chance he got. Man, let me tell you, but go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> like again, sir, why, like, why are you trying to Literally, like you're posting letters that she sent. Like you're doing all this stuff. You're so invasive and disrespectful. It's utterly ridiculous. And it's like, what is your, as you, as you always ask, what is the end goal? What are you trying to accomplish? Like, what mm-hmm. are you doing here? So I think those are things that, you know, people need to be aware of as we continue on with the story. But those are, you know, my little tidbits. Got you. Um, for me, I was... I wouldn't say I was shocked, right? I wasn't shocked at what she was saying just because of the history. So granted, I didn't watch the weddings, but I am kind of aware of the history and what comes with that family and their lineage, right? Um, But what I will say is what did shock me was her naivety walking into that situation. Um, Your cousin, as you say, Amanda Seals, uh, (laughs) wrapped it up real nice. She basically said, no one is above research. So when you're dating, you know, you Google your your potential date, especially no, if it's I a blind date, you know, you Google them, you do some research on social media. If you know some people in their close, you know, friend circles or whatever, you ask, you ask questions, questions, you inquire, you know, you do your research, you do your due diligence. Right. So I can understand people not necessarily doing their due diligence on a date. Right. We're not dating. But when you're talking about marriage, which is essentially merging of two families, you have to do your due diligence. Right. So what Amanda was saying was like, hey, I'm not quite understanding, understanding why you're so shocked. Did you not do your due diligence or research for that family? Now, this does not excuse what they did. Right. This does not excuse their overt acts of racism and, you know, subjugation by any means. But what I will say is I do wonder how much research did Megan do into that family? Did she actually have an active sit down with Harry and was like, hey, I'm black. Um, How is this going to look in your family? How are African-Americans or Black people in general treated and accepted in your family? Do you think Are you ready? answer that question if he had no experience with that? Say it again? Do you think he could honestly answer that question if he had no experience? Honestly, I don't know. But to me, that's a red flag regardless. It's a question that needs to be right. asked from Megan's standpoint. And if he's unable to do that, then that should give me some type of pause. Right. You get what I mean? So at the end of the day, honestly i don't know if he'll if he was honestly be able to answer it because i think they would do a lot of things behind his back or behind closed doors things he's not previous to but at the same time i do think he kind of gets a sense of his family oh i definitely think he is very familiar with how his family functions but i also think that sometimes like you said that naivete like and mm-hmm. even a bit of a doubt like you feel like okay well they're here off the strength of me yeah. so my family's gonna be cool the whole time family like damn her and you too like (laughs) (laughs) right the crown is above all like (laughs) right and then it's on top of that it's like you're not in line to you know be prince 
at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Like your brother already has that situation and then he has his offspring who are going to take that, you know, position in and of itself. So that is a whole trifecta too. So one thing someone pointed out to me was with them denouncing their royal title and moving to America, that provides them the opportunity for if they, you know, their children to actually run for government offices here in the United States. Aren't they in Canada? I don't know where they are. But at the end of the day, once you denounce that, then that Mm -hmm. gives the opportunity to run in other countries and other areas for higher offices politically. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I just don't know how politically involved he is. He doesn't strike me as that. Right. He might not be, but that doesn't mean he ain't going to groom his child to be. Oh, no, no, no. Most definitely. Of course, you're going to bring up your child. Because he damn sure ain't going to groom his child to be an actor. (laughs) Like, what the hell? (laughs) You never know. He may may dabble. He may dabble. Mm -mm. He He, may dabble in there. he, He might be the bad apple out of the bunch, but he's still a royal, okay? So. No, no, no. I don't think he's going to groom his child just to be an actor, but I could see his, his child making an appearance or something like that. You know what I mean? Like a, a little cameo or something or whatever. But no, I definitely think that they will groom, you know, their kids to do that. I mean, that's what they do. That, that's how it is. No matter, that's something that is um, homogenous, regardless of race. So once you've reached a certain elite status, you groom to oh, stay yeah. in there. You, you don't Absolutely. want to go down. Yeah, no, that's well, something that... Backwards in lifestyle. I say that all the time. Is like I feel like senators and people like that, they're actually born and they're groomed from no, yeah. the time of birth up until they get to office. So you have to have this cookie cutter, you know, yeah. lifestyle. And you and go people... to school, you do this, you do that, you get married at this age and blah, 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 blah people don't understand that that is a high um that is that plays a significant role in what we see turnouts for a politician and it happens in many worlds the grooming process is something that people really don't take into account it happens in the world of athletes as well so you think all these camps and these tournaments that these kids get invites to that's a part of the grooming that's the pool that's where you get those scouts yeah that's where at the last couple of weekends exactly so that's that happens as well too but um back to the royal family though it did give me uh some type of i guess i don't know a little surprise that megan seemed like she didn't do her due diligence or she was a little naive walking into that situation thinking it was going to be you know welcoming with open arms just over the strength of the relationship that she has with her son at the end of the day you have to understand that everybody's priorities are going to lay the same and you do have to do your due diligence because you're merging once you merge, especially since you got a kid, now that kid can't deny the other half of the family as much as you would like them to, right? right? Like, so that's a part of that child's family as well. So you have to kind of figure it out. What I'm not here for, though, is the publicity stunts that is happening by the royal <laughs> palace. So you see his older brother out here going to that uh, African, that black nursing home and making a visit. And I'm like, that's very uh convenient yeah come on now you don't think we're going to be able to see through that and it's a home that you haven't visited since 2007 yeah so it took you 14 years to finally make it back around but so we're supposed to believe that you're so ingrained in this community so i do believe at the end of the day even with their statement they said that they're going to handle this 
personally and behind closed doors in private, um, we're never going to know the full extent Mm-mm. of, you know, the racism and what goes into that. But for her to really put it out there and say that it is there, um, for her to really share that, it really took a toll on her mental health. And for and they them, did nothing about it. Exactly. And for them to have the courage, like you said, to denounce the royal titles, to move on and separate, you know, from that family. Shout out to them. And like you said, shout out to Harry, because he is the epitome of the hierarchy of relationships. People forget that. I hate to say it, but there is a hierarchy of it now. So granted, you marry, right? Now your partner is now the most important family. Absolutely. It's no longer your nobody mom, your your nana, dad, nobody like your wife. Yeah, your auntie, your significant other, your wife or husband. I'm not talking about birth, uh, boyfriend, baby daddy. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Your wife or husband is now number one yep. family member that needs to be. That is your family now. Yep. And Harry, listen, he said, look, this is my fam now. This is who I'm taking care of. He said, this is top priority. Listen, and that's how it should be. He didn't buckle under the pressures of, you know, of the society, of what comes with being the royal throne, of the benefits too. This dude, this dude sacrificed a lot of benefits. Right. For but the his, crazy hey, thing man. is, he said he's living off his mom's money, right? The money his mom put to the side of him. The fact that Diana knew and was aware of all that shit and had the wherewithal to like, let me put some money in the top of my kids because they on some fuck shit over here. Like mm-hmm. that is next level mommy duty type shit. Nah, man. People were saying, there's theories out there saying that um, they're responsible for her death because, you know, she wasn't of royalty. She was of a common class, a commoner, you know. What was she, a sitter, a nanny? I think she was. Yeah, but if you see their history, all of them married commoners. Well, listen, they were them, ch- and Charles was a piece of shit, but we ain't even gonna go there, honey, because that's neither here nor there. And then on top of that, it's like the paparazzi are like fucking hyenas and piranhas. Yeah, like they really like, but they did not protect Diana and put her in a situation where she did die because of situations like that. And Harry's like, listen, I already saw how y'all y'all ain't protect my mama. We ain't doing that here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's facts. That's facts. But could you, do you think, though, he, behind closed doors, has some type of maybe internal struggle going on with the fact that he has to really just distance himself from his family? Absolutely. Like, think about it like that. This is your family. This has been your family all your life. People you have been intertwined with all your life. This is your home. The palace has been your home all your life except for when you was off to school and, you know, in the military, whatever, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like, this is exactly like all you've known. Because mind you, they're still closed off from realities of the world. Yes, they have access to certain things, but they're still closed off. So this is all he's known all his life. And to now be the point where it's like, now y'all put me in a tough spot where I have to distance myself. Yes, like, I know he is struggling with that. And I hope that Megan is taking that in consideration. Yeah. Like it's um it's a tough situation to be put in because he ultimately had to walk into that discomfort, right? He had to literally walk into that potential conflict war zone between him and his family in order 
to protect his wife and his child. Right. And um, I don't think people understand how difficult that is. Like you said, you're literally asking this man to walk away from all that he knows, right. you know? And as he should, to protect your I now like, was family. Anyway. Like, <laughs> but he doesn't I mean? rub me as a person who is like confrontation makes him uncomfortable. He doesn't rub me that way. So I could see him busting in the room like, listen, Nana and all y'all. Like you see that meme when he got the gun finger with the door? Yeah, yeah, listen, yeah. all y'all need it. Cause let me tell you something. If, if I was Megan, we ain't going nowhere. Everybody gonna be uncomfortable up in this bitch. Like I don't give a fuck. Like I don't care. Walking through the motherfucker, eating peanut <laughs> butter out the jar and shit. Like it's real. Uh, I hate to quote her again, but yeah, Amanda Seals, she said the same thing. She said, in certain situations, you really have to assess how much black do I need to be? Like, do I need to come up a certain, you know, level of blackness so they can understand who they're truly dealing with? Or do I need to tone it down a little bit because they're kind of you gotta you gotta check that shit. You be like, okay, listen, I'm gonna give y'all exactly what y'all scared of seeing. I'm going to give you to you so you'll know what I'm capable of. So watch your but, fucking self when you're dealing with me. But here's the thing, though. I think you can have that bravado when it's just you two. But when you talk about a kid and they have a family, they have a history of often people, I don't think they'd be above often my kid. You feel me? That'd be more reason for me to turn the fuck up. Like, I'm over there flipping nah. over fucking thousand-year-old furniture and shit. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Busting up fabric. No. That's you say that. more reason to be like, you say no, that, don't fuck with you, mine. You would dip, make sure your child is safe first, and then oh, you'd go and turn I'm not going to show but... my ass in front of my baby. Harry, listen. Take little Harry off somewhere. Y'all going to <laughs> Shit, about to get real up in this motherfucker. It's, it's about to go down. <laughs> and I have no qualms with punching your grandma in her face. So wow. at the end of the day, see, that's why I'm like, this is why probably why I ain't married. I'm like, I'll fuck, fuck your mother. Fuck your grandma. <laughs> they don't like me. I don't like them no goddamn way. Wow. Speaking of family conflict, have you heard what's going on with our man, Kurt Franklin? After you sent me the, the footage, yes, I, I am fully aware. Right. So, um, Kurt... As, as a parent, I'm not unformed to those type of conversations. Okay. Uh, um, Kurt, uh, for those who are not aware, Kurt Franklin, the legend, the goat of gospel music, really, let's just be real. Let's just be real. Um, his estranged son, so not the son with the wife that he has now, strange son of 32 33 year old son so this is a grown man leaked a recording of a i guess tense or intense conversation that him and kurt had it's about 40 45 seconds long and in that uh video or audio i'm sorry kurt is using some foul language he he is real hood like yeah he, it, it, he kicked up that blackness it it got real it got it got real real and um so of course you know that starts to go viral he starts trending kurt has put out an apology apologizing for the what strong words he, kurt, he, he is, your shit. kurt said he he's apologizing for the words that he used it was a family conflict he said in that video which his son didn't play all of it he actually called him back got on the phone with a therapist and was talking 
with the therapist and the son at the same time. I don't know how true that is, but hey, I get what you're trying to do here, Kurt. Um, you know, so that goes on. His Kurt, son- don't, uh, don't apologize, Kurt. His son then proceeds to get back on Instagram and say, that's Cap, my father's lying about that. And then his son goes on to continue to rant and say he's never been accepted by that family. They've never accepted him. You're a grown-ass man. Never treated him as a part of that family. And then Kurt's daughter came to the family's defense and she posted some videos basically saying, our numbers ain't never changed where you've been. You never reached out. Stop capping. Why now? Et cetera, et cetera. I didn't know she lived down here, though. I feel like everybody lives down here. I feel like Atlanta. literally everyone lives in Atlanta. It's literally. wild, yeah. It's like her GPS was capital here. Seriously, her GPS was going off, and it was like, take the Sandy Spring exit, get off on Roswell Road. I was like, hey, girl, we that's not. Behind behind girl. Girl. And I was like, that's also not safe. Like, you're. She said, "Fuck that! You ain't gonna come for my daddy. So I'm gonna risk my life." Right. So it's been trending. So a couple things have been coming up as far as main themes people are shocked that this christian man would use this foul language and then people are also highlighting how that type of language should not be in your vernacular when parenting as well so people are questioning his parenting ass fucking man so i'm gonna talk to you like a grown ass fucking man <laughs> and let me tell you something if you ever been to catholic school you already know them nuns and priests be cursing up a fucking storm <laughs> i had sister joe seventh grade teacher she cursed like a damn sailor and ain't get too fucked about it mm. so that's kind of what's going on their family business is being aired it's out in the public and it's wild it is wild um Thoughts, reactions, Tristan. Kirk, you ain't got to apologize for a motherfucking thing. Let me tell you something, because these kids don't listen. Okay? <laughs> these fucking kids don't listen. I'm sick Even of when you. they grown as hell, it's like their ears don't fucking work for some reason. I don't know. They don't listen. And then on top of that, as a grown ass man, clearly, because it sounded like he was tightening his ass up, because it's like clearly you got out of line saying something, doing something, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to tighten you the fuck up. If you got an issue with me that much, because at this point, I'm no longer parenting you. We're both grown ass people. I'm not parenting you. So I'm talking to another grown up as I am a grown up. Yes, you are my child, but you're still grown as fuck. So if you won't come out your neck slick to me, guess what? I'm going to rain hell down on your ass. But does parenting stop at a particular age, though? I think it doesn't stop at a particular age. However, you definitely have to, it, you need a receptive participant to, to continue on parenting. Okay. So if that child, even though they are grown, chooses to not listen, then at that point, it's like, you're grown. Like you're grown as fuck. Like if my mama called me or my daddy called me and tried to tell me some shit, I'm like, you got the wrong number, first of all. <laughs> like who the fuck Like. <laughs> No, like, yes, I am open to listening to my parents and I will continue to listen out of respect, but they also know not to violate my boundaries and how I run my house and raise my child is my fucking business. So there, they would never cross it. I don't know too many people that be willing to cross that line with me any goddamn way. But I feel like when you're talking to one adult to the next, even if my child at 16 come out her neck talking to me, who the fuck you talking to? me bet okay <laughs> it's on 
See, and I think people fail to realize is like, yes, you can still parent and be a good parent and still cuss your kid the fuck out when they need to be cussed the fuck out. Now, if you cussing out a two-year-old, now you done lost your goddamn mind. <laughs> I feel like if they are 14 and up and they come at you crazy because that's that's that, that age, that cuss. That's that line. That's that cuss where they start to feel themselves. They in high school. You know, the boys and the girls getting all in their ear and shit. They think they cute. They getting little pubic hairs and shit. Listen, fuck you. Okay? Like, I don't care. But I feel like when you're talking to a 32-year-old grown-ass man, guess what, sir? You have options. You can always exit this conversation. But don't start no shit. Then record me flipping out. And then you want to, like, that to me rubs me wrong. Like, I don't have a problem with Kirk. I have a problem with Kirk's son. Because it's like, nigga, who raised you to do fuck shit like this? Yeah, um... (sighs) My initial reaction was I was embarrassed for the both of them, honestly. Um, that was my initial reaction. I was embarrassed for Kurt and I was embarrassed for the son. I was embarrassed for Kurt because what's one thing I'm big on is whatever happens within our family stays within our family, right? Like I don't need to go anywhere else but our family. So it's family business. Why are you airing out family business, right? So there was that. And then also I... Um, I was embarrassed because I know we know the climate, right, of society and social media. They're going to take this one incident and generalize it to everything. So I don't believe this one incident where I do believe that Kurt lost his cool is a representation of his parenting style. You know, it doesn't totally represent his parenting style. He is human, just like the rest of us. And I am upset who at Twitter and you know Instagram users who question his Christianity because he had one moment when if you read your Bible Jesus went in that and started flipping up tables you don't think he was cussing or saying anything was flipping up tables when he saw they were selling and doing ungodly things in the temple read your Bible so I'm not it is how are people so willing to judge other people but then still call themselves Christians it's just like isn't like thou shall not judge like i'm confused like isn't that somewhere in the midst of the realm <laughs> it's, of things <laughs> you need to brush up on your catholic school man Listen, it's been a while this since what happens you, uh... when you get kicked out of class frequently you miss you miss <laughs> religion class because they keep kicking you out okay do better do better stop be rolling up stop rolling up I'll be <laughs> but yeah man it was it was really sad because I knew he was going to get dragged through the mud. And the truth is, Kurt has more to lose than his son. Kurt is a household name. But Kurt that's why is his a son figure. That's, you, that's what I'm saying. It. So it's like, yo, you see the malicious intent in recording. I don't think you really felt like you were in harm or you were being you abused or anything like that. And even or if anything this man like that. said he was going to kick your ass, guess what? Y'all still over the fucking phone. You're not, it's not a face to face conversation. And I'm sorry, curse like five foot two. Come on, son. Because <laughs> I'm like, but anyway, that's what I'm But I'm just, <laughs> his, his son might be short. We don't know. But that's neither here nor there. The point I'm making is, as a 32 year old man, you chose to record your fucking father, then go tattletale like a little fucking sucker. And my thing is, like you say, what were you trying to do? Were you because you were hurt? You were trying to hurt him, like because you just you just look real fucking ew yeah it, it it looked it looked very vindictive and it's one-sided that's that's to me i could see if you 
played the whole conversation. I do feel like you gaslighted your father. That's what you Absolutely. did. You were like, look, 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 see, look, look what I'm about to do. I'm about to set him off and everything. You right. gaslighted that's how your you father. were recording because you knew exactly what your intentions was going into this conversation. And he did not know your intentions. So he's doing the usual back and forth, which I probably do frequently. But at the end of the day, it's like that still doesn't, I don't have a problem with what Kirk says. Because if you ever had an intimate argument with a fucking family member, shit go left super fucking fast. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it'd be your family. Them motherfuckers get under your skin better than any goddamn body walking this earth. Especially your child. Your child knows. <laughs> it's like they spidey senses go off. They know what button to push. They know what mood you in. They know if you're having a fucked up day and then here they come swooping in and shit. Listen, Kirk's son is fucking the worst. And now I see, <laughs> if, if he says, oh, the family never accepted me, nigga, now I see why. I would never let anyone in my personal space that I could not trust. And sir, you just showed you are not trustworthy. And that's what that's where I was going. And this behavior does not lend me to extend an arm of invitation. This behavior just shows to me that you're not about um reconciliation but you're about the drama and you're about conflict there's so many uh, there's so many other things you could have done there's so many other things you could have done there's so many other ways you could have gone about it and kurt too like kurt at the end of the day you got to know when your kids are just being jerks and i hate to say it but some kids are just that at a certain age they just want to push your buttons yeah and they just want to try you that's why he hung up he was like "Mm -mm." yeah like you can't give them that that satisfaction but i'm not one to question his christianity because number one that's a personal relationship between you and god number two I'm not going to question his parenting because that 45 representation snippet is it's not a representation of his parenting. And it's a grown ass man. This ain't no little fucking, (laughs) he's not a minor. He's a grown ass man. 30 something years old. Right. He's a grown ass man who needs to get a fucking life. But like I said. So miss me. Yeah. Miss me. Yeah. Miss me with the cancel Kurt. I'm still going to be listening to my revolution, my stop, my brighter day. Listen, (laughs) my melodies from heaven. Kirk Listen. is going to motherfucking take this and turn it into a whole fucking I'm about to say, jam. this next album, though? About to be lit. We about to be ushering the spirit with this next I'm album, I'm trying to though. tell you. So his son ain't do nothing but add fuel to the fire at the end Listen, of the day. appreciate it, son. <laughs> I, would ne- I would never cancel Kirk, okay? Because I feel like, one, he, he kind of a little closer to God than I am, so I might need... <laughs> That landline, I might need that phone a friend. I might need he keep me in a loop of what's going on with his music. I'm like, yep, 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 got it, bet. But yeah, no, I his son, I'm just like, ew. Like, and then this it's, is not like a child because we've seen celebrity children, you know, yeah. do this frequently, right? This isn't a child. This is a you sir, you the grown yeah. ass. Oh, it really, like I said, I was in man. I was embarrassed for him because like that's supposed to be your kid. Like, dang, it'd be your own family. Like, that's supposed to be your kid. There's supposed to be at least some type of understanding. You may not, you know what I'm saying? Like, you may not like me or anything like that, but for you to just put, you literally put his livelihood. What if he had an album coming out? What if he had some type of appearance he had to do? And you know, like I said, social media can stir things up. You could have literally took money out of this man's pocket, i.e. food out of his family's That's mouth. probably what his goal was because he's like, oh, well, you probably ain't funding my lifestyle no more. So let me right. do yours. 
sir. So, get alive. Yeah, man. But it be your own family, guys. It be your own family. So one thing I will say from these two experiences with uh, the royal family and Kirk Franklin's family, um, family members are not above being put apart. So Tristan will tell you straight up, she moved all the way down to Atlanta. I don't even play, okay? I be like, listen, y'all fucking up my chi. I'll see y'all in six months to a year. Like, you gotta do what you gotta do to protect your well-being, mental health, and your family as well. Um, Family members are not above being toxic. They're not above being manipulative. They're not above being hurtful, racist, all of that. They're human beings as well. They're flawed and they have potential to hurt you actually more than anybody else. So please practice um, healthy interactions with your family members as well. And healthy interactions can actually mean no interaction at all. That's actually healthy in most, in some cases. So please be mindful of that. Family members are not absolved from boundaries, from setting up boundaries, from abstaining, from interacting around. It's fine. I've had a client where um, their mother would always constantly belittle them and down them about their weight. Um, tell them that's, they were that's every just, black family. In yeah, the yeah. And I and I basically said, listen, um, at the end of the day, I hope you know it's okay to say that you don't want to go over there. You have a choice. You're not beholden to. You're not required to. You have a decision in that. And you know that opened up a new dimension for you know that client. So right, I want to say that, that out that's there. Part of breaking generational curses, right? Because the reality is things are subconsciously kind of handed down and sometimes consciously handed down throughout our family. And it's in the little remarks. It's in the little, you know, taking shots at each other. It's in those things that breed resentment, that breed though that self-esteem and, you know, helps to disseminate that relationship of the family dynamic. So it's imperative for you to set boundaries like it says like i think every person should have boundaries with their family members I, and i'm telling nigga i'm like here's my line you step over this motherfucker i will demolish you like period <laughs> and that's with anybody because this line is my force field and it helps me maintain my peace and when you disrupt my peace we have a problem because now you're disrupting my life and now that affects my child and i have a massive problem with that so we have to get to the point where you, like you said, it's like, if you need a break from your family, I mean, my mama took a sabbatical from all of us for at least eight months. I, and I, I didn't do nothing at that time, but <laughs> I respected her space. You know what I'm space, saying? Right. And it'd be like that. And you don't have to explain shit to anyone. But that's you just sure me. Because, you know, I'm good for cutting motherfuckers off. <laughs> Definitely. Do what you got to do. And sometimes it be your own family, y'all. It be your own family. As always, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. You can listen to the Hans and Tristan podcast wherever podcasts are. Download it, stream, and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Share it with all your friends. Also, hit us up on our IG page, which is the Hans and Tristan podcast. Let us know what you guys think about the show there. Interact with us. Last but not least, we also have a YouTube page as well. You can see our beautiful faces, Tristan's wonderful looks, hair, wig. If she has a wig on, you know, she'll be doing her thing. You know, I always got some weave in my head. You got something going on. Check Check us out on our YouTube page, which is also the Hans and Tristan podcast, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.